Welcome to the Broken Agenda Podcast, sponsored by Laughing Rock Technology. <laughs> Anti-American list, you compliment somebody. They're going to be like, this guy's a little too positive. We got to shut this crap down. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's saying great stuff about people all over the place. Yeah. I don't know. The internet's made for minimizing people and making them feel <laughs> terrible, not for building them up. It's fake news. <laughs> it's fake, news. <laughs> fake news. Fake reviews. <laughs> fake reviews. Dot news. Unbelievable. Definitely a Chinese plant. It is. Um, are, are we good to go? We can be. Yeah, I have, uh, I'm rolling. So. All, all right. Well, I think we already had our opening there. So, hey, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we took a week off last week. So, today is, what, what is the date today? The 20th? 20th. Yes, it's October 20th. And today we are talking about space. Travel. Uh, travel. Tra- travel. Billionaires in space. Billionaires in space. I... I, uh, Bill, one billion air. I, I know I want to start off topic here, but first I do want to warn everybody. This is like a disclaimer, like a little asterisk at the bottom of the podcast. I do have an absolute man crush on Elon Musk. So you guys can go Richard Branson crazy all you want or Blue Origin happy, or you can, you can have a, a NASA high five party. I don't care. Elon's my boy. So there you go. It's been said. So there's definitely a slant. At least in this chair. That's been well established throughout the podcast history, so we're good. Okay, fair enough. I think you talk about him like Jimmy talked about crypto every episode. (laughs) Wait a minute, Jimmy likes crypto? (laughs) Tell us more. No, don't go get crypto. We're not doing that. I didn't say that word. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so before we get into this. Try and plant seeds. Tyler has a question. Yeah, what happened at Juliana's? It was another first. All right. Are you okay? Yeah, I am. It's like the I'm third sign of a stroke. How's <laughs> your left arm feel? My, it's, I think it's good. Okay. Uh, I was, I'm going to need it for a hook and an uppercut, you know? Whoa, dude, we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, had a, I experienced my first ever in my entire life. Got kicked out of a restaurant because our food was late and we tried to cancel the order. Like an hour and a half, right? Like yeah. an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and I, a half? You know, I can't... I wanted to go back and look at the map, the Google map, and see how our time frame went. But, I mean, we were in, we were sitting in a restaurant, me and another couple, and we got... Uh, me, and, me and my buddy got a Sicilian pizza to, sw- to switch, and then they got entrees. So we were sitting there. It was probably about 25 minutes. Our pizza came out. And it was a while. We were done eating. So and like, our like 40 minutes you said something like that? I, I mean I had to you know I mean I eat pretty quick it was probably at least another 30 minutes so it had to been it had to been an hour because we were talking and but my wife and and his wife were trying to get their food and this is like the third time they talked to the waitress she said uh that it was going to be out in a minute and they're like they're talking to us already about canceling it just eating the rest of our pizza and so they canceled it with the waitress and she gave us the bill and I paid it. And then the owner comes out like two minutes later and he's like, starts like, I got your food or you want it. It was kind of real <laughs> rude. We're like, no, my buddy's, my buddy says, no, we canceled the order. Like we already yeah. canceled it. They're just going to finish the pizza. And then my wife is like, well, it's cold pizza. And he's like, well, do you want me to heat it up? She's like, no. <laughs> so I don't know. Then he then he goes back to the kitchen. Then he comes out and he starts 
scream. He says well, he threw your to-go box at you first. Well, no, no. Oh. So he he yells like very loud, makes a scene. The restaurant's packed. He wants us out. He needs the table. Says you know if we're not going to eat, he want he wants the table. Well, we've already ordered dinner. We're sitting there, drinks half done, and then so I'm like, well, I'm waiting for the pen so I can tip the waitress and the box for our to-go food. So he storms off, comes back, and then he like throws the box at my buddy and he says, uh, I hope you have a horrible evening. What? Yeah. So wait, so they, they, they do leave. And there's some more drama that goes on there, but they leave, they're outside. <clears throat> he starts screaming at Jimmy and his buddy in the parking lot. And they have an outside bar. So there's people out there like eating and having, he's screaming across the parking lot at them, right? So Jimmy comes back over to talk to him. Like it's Jimmy. I've known a guy two decades. I've never heard him raise his voice once. So I guarantee he's not yelling. Um, comes back over to talk to him. And as he's telling the story, the guy's yelling more. The people at the bar take Jimmy's side. He kicks them out. So now he's kicking out more people. Yeah. He kicks out the people at the bar. He kicks out Jimmy and his buddy. He kicks out their wives. And then he starts yelling slurs across the parking lot. He called your wife, what, a, a, a midget drunk bee? Midget drunk. Yeah. yeah. A midget drunk itch. itch. Yeah. I said the bee part. Yeah. 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 And, and my, my wife's like the nicest lady. And my wife didn't even have any, she didn't even have a drink. She in was the drinking restaurant. water. That's she the had a part. drink at, she had a drink before we left or at the our previous stop. And you don't tell that in. part. You tell the story. She's stone cold sober. There was no drinks involved. I, she had one drink, no drinks at that, at that place. And yeah, but she is a midget. Was. Which now I find offensive. Like, <laughs> Oh, wait, dwarf? What do they like to be called? Um, What's the right? Munchkin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, I, in a million years, I, I could not imagine being a business owner and flipping out on two couples. Like, it's not like a bunch of, like, drunk college kids or something that are, like, trashing the place. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, two quiet, unassuming couples. Like, that's that's the point where you come out and apologize for the delay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, meals on me. You know, after, We already made it. Don't worry. It's on the house. I'm yeah. so sorry. Come back and see after, us sometime. After he threw the box at my buddy, my buddy said something. He got up and he left. And then as he's walking out, then the guy, he's, like, screaming, get out. I don't want your money. Like, like dude, dude you're, like, you messed up our order it wasn't even the waitress he was running the kitchen but here's the best oh. part right so they leave jimmy left his phone there <laughs> <laughs> he had to call the cops and get the cops to come back yeah. and get his phone for him because the guy wouldn't give it to him he's like yelling at him on the phone he's like maybe it's not your phone and jimmy's like i just called it you just answered it <laughs> he's like good luck proving it he's like oh come on yeah, man. We, we wanted him to put it outside because we didn't want to go into place and he won he said no i'll put it in lost and found <laughs> Tell your buddy with the hat to come in and get it, and then we'll see if you can prove it's yours. Dude, it was a, such a foul escapade. Like, I mean, wow. unbelievable. So that's uh, Juliana's yeah. in uh, Sinking Spring, yeah. Pennsylvania. Fritztown um, Road. Whatever you want to do with that information. But, uh, yeah, that was a thing. Don't cancel your – I say if you go there, don't cancel your order. For the love of out. Pete, do not cancel your order. Yeah. That's, oh or gosh. everybody go there. And immediately cancel your order and then just walk out. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's like yeah. that's like cancel cancel culture. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a cancel culture yeah. about canceling. Yeah, maybe that's the problem. The cancel culture didn't take on, didn't, didn't take in that place. Yet. I'm too busy for the cancel culture. That's, it's that's so much effort. Place that's by the office, right? Yeah, yeah which really I've, stinks because I love going to lunch there with with clients. I mean, the food there. was good. I, like I was I was sold on the food, but they like, do make God. a good cheese stick. Well, now we're talking them up. 
You guys are killing God, me. It's God. really not that good. For... Uh, don't, it, it, slander, slander. <laughs> yeah, no, do not. We don't. Beep. <laughs> yeah. that's, the experience that was so horrendous. <laughs> I mean, I just, <laughs> All right. All so right. anyway, our topic today, that's just Jimmy's story of woe from Saturday. <laughs> he invited me out on Saturday night, too, and I said no. You did. I'm super glad I said no. I don't <laughs> like drama. He could have partaken in that. I'm not a big drama guy. It doesn't work for me. <clears throat> um, space flight, specifically, I think we're talking about. I, 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 gotta, I don't know anything about international space flight. I don't know what the EU is using for rockets. I, I, obviously, everybody knows about the Soyuz for Russia. Mm. I don't know what China's using for rockets. I don't either. I know India's got some you know, multiple lift systems, but I don't know what they're using either. So we're kind of kind of be keeping this to like US-based US, company, yeah. Virgin Galactic, NASA. Mm -hmm. Like, is that, is that true, or did anybody go off rails here? I didn't go off rails. All right, so we're going to be talking about space companies. We're going to be talking about their billionaire owners who love to fly up into space and have a contest going for some reason to get up there. Um, and uh, just kind of the future of space flight. Like, it, there's some cool stuff going on right now. Yeah. This is, this is kind of the time of space flight that we all wanted it to be like 20 years ago. And yeah. And just kind of never got there. But now, I mean, I don't even think, do people pay attention anymore? I, I would say I pay more attention now. Uh, like I've I've always kind of paid attention to the NASA type stuff, but not as much as I am now that private companies are involved. So this has drawn you in more. I would think it's drawing me in more. It, it, government has its holdups. Uh, private companies they're they're looking to make a profit somehow, so they're gonna innovate quicker and well, push the limits quicker. I let think. me get your opinion. I want to get your opinion on this too. Who's your front runner? So we got all these these companies involved. And I wait, right, first before we even say that. Is there, a, is there beyond the three I'm going to say? Is there any others you want to talk about? SpaceX, Blue Origin, Virgin Galactic? No, because I think they're the big three. There's certainly other companies. But I even think, like, uh, what's the, the one? They just closed up shop last year for good. Well, and forget them. Yeah. It's, uh, they're out. But that guy was all about UFOs. Uh, that was his big thing. I do it's love It's the guy that. who, what was it, Budget Hotels? That guy. <laughs> oh, I do remember that. What was the name of his company? I don't remember. I, I, remember. Budget, I don't remember either. Budget though. space travel. Yeah, you really don't want to go on budget space travel. Yeah, I'm not so sure. That's yeah, they blow up. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, Maybe it's just inexpensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did run, um, if there's ever an incentive to lose weight, I did run the calculation, see how much it would cost for me to get a seat on a SpaceX flight. And uh, for a cool $1 million, I can actually go up, which is actually not that bad. <laughs> I mean, all things considered, yeah. you can go to space for a million bucks now. I think it was just like 10 years ago where if you want to be a private person going to space, it was like $70 million. Yeah. So, still out of my price range. I don't have a, I don't have a million laying around to go to space. But, you know, I mean, I still got a few years in me. <laughs> Someday. I bet it's coming down. Um, so, for those who don't know, let's go real quick into what these companies are. So, if anybody's coming into this not knowing anything about the current state of space flight, um, NASA's still around, and they're still doing good stuff. Actually, they're, we're going to get into them talking about their Artemis um, missions to the moon and talking about their new launch, their SLS launch system, which is awesome. Um, but NASA is really hasn't sent a manned space flight into space in oh, 11 years, I think, 7, 12 years, something like that. It's been, oh, it's been over a decade, I think. Um, they've, but they do have uh, a launch system that they're using for satellites, at least. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's SpaceX, which NASA does most of their stuff now through SpaceX. Right. Um, SpaceX is uh, primarily focusing on uh, governmental travel back and forth, mm -hmm. deliveries to the International Space Station. 
uh, satellite deliveries, and they're pushing for moon moon landings and trips to Mars. And more, yep. Yeah. Um, then there's Blue Origins, which is kind of trying to be SpaceX. Yeah. Okay. Try it. Yeah, I think so. But aren't they also kind of trying to be Virgin Galactic as well with the tourism? Yeah, they are doing more tourism. But that, well, that capsule they just set up. Mm-hmm. Um, with Shatner. Yeah, it was clearly, and they had something before that too, it was yep. clearly set up for tourists. Yeah. Like that thing is 100%. It even has open space so you can float around a little bit once you get up in a low Earth orbit. Yeah. Um, so they're doing some different stuff. I don't know. They've had some problems. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'll tell you what, have you seen their new launch system? I haven't. No. We'll talk about it more detail, but it's it's huge. I mean, it's a huge, 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 huge. Um, <laughs> and then Virgin Galactic, they just fly their space planes. Yeah. So so yeah. that's it. Okay. So now. I got, hey, I got a bunch of companies here. You know any of these? Lay on me. Boeing. They're doing. Uh, yeah. Never heard of Boeing. Vulcan rocket. Yeah. Wait. The Falcon. Vulcan? Oh, Vulcan. Yeah, Vulcan is Boeing. I don't know. Sierra Nevada Corporation. Is Boeing ever going to pan out? I mean, they don't I, seem to be able to write software for rockets, build rockets. And I believe they've had a contract with NASA for 20-plus years. And, and they've, they've delivered never nothing. Come, yeah, exactly. Um, so here, How yeah. have they maintained that contract? Because they're Boeing. Fair enough. All right. What else? Here, I, here, I didn't include Boeing because they haven't actually launched a vehicle well, here's, that did anything yet. Companies making little stuff like Lockheed, Lockheed Martin, they're making a solid, like a, a launch escape motor. Well, Lockheed Martin makes a lot of components for both NASA and some of these other companies. Mm-hmm. So Lockheed Martin's awesome. They mm-hmm. do cool stuff. Uh, but they're going to be mostly making components. They're going to be making engine components. They're going to be making you know, release components, capsule components. I don't know that they're making independent rockets at all. So a lot, a lot of these companies are just making, I think, pieces of the well, And that's, okay. I think components. it's a big thing with like space is private industry has always been involved, but just from a contractor's perspective. Yeah, well, like definitely for NASA. For NASA. Yeah, exactly. I know Russia's all government. I mean, the Soyuz right. program has always been completely 100% government run. Yeah. Sierra Nevada, SpaceX's uh, cargo spacecraft called the Dragon. Uh, I, I've read mm-hmm. about the Dragon. Um, have they launched the Dragon yet? Um, well, I don't know if they launch it. I guess it's Sierra Nevada's. Because uh, I didn't do include anything that hasn't actually launched. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of concept companies out there right now. Yeah, a lot of companies that want to be in this space, see the future of it. But you know, until you're launching rockets, I don't count you. <laughs> I mean, I could say I'm going to build a rocket. I say I have a space company too. Yeah, do you? Yeah. yeah. Is it Tyler Galactic? Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> done concept, but Tyler we'll Galactic. get there someday. Put nice, him on the list, it's got, Tyler it's Galactic. Got a nice ring to it. it does actually have a nice <laughs> ring to it. It works on many levels. Pretty uh, sure that you wouldn't be able to fly up there, though. Me? The cost to launch you into space would bankrupt most nations. Uh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Would. Do you know what an electron rocket is? No, never heard of that one. No. Rocket Lab, they build an electron rocket. An electron rocket? Yeah. Wait, they fire one electron up? I don't know. In 2020, launch providers. You sure it's not like an ion engine or something like that for. Electron rockets. Small satellites into space aboard electron rockets. So I guess they, they mm. send up rockets, with, which I guess that's kind of. I mean, I guess that's a start. Right, they could eventually if they can dump if they're launching up there, then they can dump people with them. Yeah, I mean, if you well, want to just get up, so you can take a rocket and just get left off 
you know, well, I mean, the like big a taxi thing is, cab. It, it depends, just drops you off and then someone later comes back to pick you up. It depends where you're going. I mean, the rocket that can get into low Earth orbit, like that was the problem with the space shuttle program. The space shuttle program was awesome. And I, people loved, uh, Americans love to be revisionist histories. Historians like they love to look back and find all the reasons something was bad. Mm-hmm. But the true beauty of the space shuttle program was everybody said, "Well, we stopped going to the moon." There was really not a huge advantage to going to the moon. Right? It was an accomplishment; it was awesome, but there wasn't a lot we had to do there. It wasn't like laundry had to get done on the moon, so we had to get up there to fold socks. Yeah, like the moon wasn't going anywhere, and we didn't have a specific use for it. What we did need at the time in the seventies, eighties, nineties, we had a massive need to develop our satellite infrastructure. Mm-hmm. The GPS was getting huge, uh, you know, global communications was getting huge, the cell phone industry was getting huge, entertainment was getting huge. We, we needed a robust satellite system in order to support all these new high-tech industries. And the space shuttle was phenomenal for that. It could only get to low Earth orbit. You know, so this thing's not going to the moon. It's not, it's not even getting you know, crazy high altitudes. But it could get to the ISS, you know, it could, it could drop off satellites, it could do delivery, delivery runs, and it, could, it was fully reusable. I mean, it was a great, great platform. It just, you know, for people like me that are moon freaks or people like me that think Mars is, is a goal that humanity should have, it never could get there. It was not on the agenda for the space shuttle. It could not happen. It didn't yeah. have the power. It didn't have the resources. It wasn't designed for it. Um, so now it gets kind of a bad rap in hindsight. But I, I think the space shuttle was one of the, one of the greatest experiments we ever did. I mean, we basically made a, a rocket space plane and used it to ferry stuff nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like so, the space shuttle. Yeah, space shuttle was cool. I'm glad it's gone, though, too, because I, I think at this point um, we're into a new chapter, mm-hmm. and I think the space shuttle served its purpose. Well, space shuttle is like you can fly up there and live there. It's kind of like a space condo. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Like you can't want to hang out in a rocket. They're all like, it's not really in an apartment. How is the space shuttle an apartment? (laughs) It's bigger. It's roomy. I I don't know. The space space shuttle went up on rockets, and then the rockets fell away because they right. Yeah, because they wanted to live in the condo. Because they wanted the condo. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Now we're gonna fly up in the rockets and be like. Well, but where will we live when we get up there without the condo? Oh, we'd be like this. Be like, hey, dude. Yeah, so you're not going to live in that. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's like a New York City one yeah. part, one bedroom. It's not good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We, so we need to bring, you're saying we need to bring back the space condo. Yeah, we need to like put some uh, trailers together, fly them up and drop them off, and we could, you know. Wait, isn't that what the International Space Station is? That's, that's what can I thought it was supposed to be. Yeah, I guess you can live in there. Yeah, they live in there that's, all the time. Yeah, there are people up there It'd all the time. It'd be pretty cool to go up and stay in there. Well, they just I, shot a movie up there. You know, they got to, yeah, they did that. I, I, you do know that that has a serviceable lifespan. The ISS. The ISS. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do you know that? And I believe it's set to expire in like 2030. Oh, really? Yeah. That so it'll that be, it'll be dead. Well, it won't be dead. They just, they, they set time frames on that. You know, like anything else, you know, your, your car is going to last a hundred thousand miles. You got to replace your car after a hundred thousand miles. They did that to the ISS. They basically said, we anticipate that we're going to get, I forget, 22 years or whatever out of this thing. And then at the end of serviceable life, the cost to maintain it or do upgrades or repairs, whatever need to be done to keep this thing safe and operating and functioning properly would exceed the benefit that it provides. So we will trash it. And we don't think we're that far from that date. I think we're like seven or eight years away or something like that. How do they plan Um, to trash it? uh, They're going to dump it into the atmosphere and let it burn up. 
So I'm gonna. Yeah. So they actually have simulation videos of what it will look like when it goes back but to reentry. Couldn't, couldn't you use it for parts? <laughs> I mean, some of the components on that thing are decades old. I feel like they could find someone to buy it. Um, yeah, I feel it. like they probably could find somebody to buy it. Absolutely. Maybe sell it to somebody in Jupiter's atmosphere. You know, maybe that's what the budget rent-a-car or whatever should have done. Yeah. yeah. Forget making his own company. That's he, what we need. He should we buy need. used international space stations. I want to buy used international. I'd like the space station. They could ship it back down here, and I'll put that on a piece of land. Leave it up there. Make it a hotel. I'll say turn it into a four-star hotel. Yeah. Dining. Put, put in an omnidirectional water fountain because, <laughs> you know, you know. And I don't know what else. Like it a, seems like it could be a, a an museum. always rotating donut. You know, human basketball court. Couldn't yeah. bounce yourself in through the net. Get into a ball. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't it at least be a museum that you These could, are good ideas. You could <laughs> pop in and go look at it. It's why burn it up. Nobody wants to go to a museum though. Like it's the space you station. Gotta have like video like you got to make it like space fun, not space Guggenheim. Yeah. By the time I mean, we all go there just for fun, hey, we're gonna space tomorrow. Like, yeah, and be like, yeah, let's go to the space station and yeah, check it out. Like the forty first bucks, you get a ticket. And it's like Amtrak, space craps. And you don't go in there and live; you just take the tour, right? How do you throw the dice? I don't. That's that's the fun of it. Boggle, <laughs> popomatic bubble. Yes. Yeah, that's how you do it. It's dice may not work. This could be a problem. I wonder if we get funding for this. We're gonna, to, we're gonna have to try to get funding for this. I feel like if somebody watches this podcast, they'll just start shelling out money because they're gonna see the the idea patent pending. Um, <laughs> I think you got a thing. I don't know why it's not a space hotel. I mean, yeah, safety may not be there. I mean, technically, it's an expired space station. Yeah, but, but you put that in the fine print. Yeah, fine print. Yeah. I'm sure you'd make enough money to Stay at least maintain risk. it well enough. A million ways to die in space. They do training. it on. So they, what if your component <laughs> depressurizes? I mean, that's just one of a million. I mean, they do it on medication, right? Take it at your own risk. You know, if you go there, you might lose oxygen. We would, we would have the to doors have, might not work. You'd you have to have like a Cialis in. disclaimer at the end yeah. of your space hotel commercial. <laughs> you had to sign a, like a 50-page contract for all the things that could go wrong. Staying at Jimmy's budget hotel, space hotel, <laughs> could induce vomiting. That's known to lead to death. Burning it up seems a little, that seems like a, a little crazy. But. Well, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen any plans. They're not, gonna re- they're not planning on replacing the ISS, are they? I don't know. I haven't seen. But I, I think part of it is, aren't there private industry that's trying to make something to put up there? No, all I have seen is that both NASA and SpaceX are both hell-bent on a moon base. Moon base, yeah. Yeah, but a moon base is a totally different, different thing. different, yeah. Uh, and that's, I'm, I'm wondering why we're not seeing more talk about a replacement for the ISS or some sort of plan to refresh the ISS because there's a lot of... Um, zero g or microgravity experiments that are done there there's a lot of science that's done there about living in space uh you're not gonna be able to replicate that in the moon mm-hmm. i mean the moon i mean it's got weak gravity but it's still one-sixth gravity of the earth i mean that's that's enough that it's not a viable test environment for zero g yeah um what do they what do they build the space station with like i think they use metal they like, use, I mean, they yeah, use stick titanium, metal. aluminum, carbon fiber, what kind of materials? No, they use a lot of, it's not not nearly as, I mean, so the walls are really thin. Because um, you got to remember, it's not pressure from the outside in, it's pressure from the inside out. So all you need is the materials on the inside and then a frame to support one G of pressure being pushed out. And you really don't need much material-wise. So they, they make these things, some of these components are made out of like fabrics. And like super lightweight and aluminums. Yeah. Um, there's not much to them. I mean, some, in some areas, there's you know a few centimeters of space between you and space. And it probably doesn't rust in space, right? 
Things rust in space? No, things do not rust in space. Yeah, so I think you could take it. What if you could just land it on Mars? It's, you can't land a space. <laughs> yeah, you He's go doing that thing he did last week. Hey, you go out there and you attach <laughs> boosters to it, right? And then you There's no steering mechanism. What's it going to land on? It doesn't have landers. Know. You just take a chance. Just crash you're just it. Burn <laughs> it <up. laughs> you know what? I, if you're going to burn it up anyway. I don't see any way how you could possibly land it. But what I would love to see if we could make if we could get enough speed going to get it out of low Earth orbit, I would love to whip it at the moon. <laughs> just as fast as possible, right at the moon. <laughs> what if we send it into? Not the even sun? for science, just for fun. Just for fun. Just like America's going to do you a, a favor, Earth. Like we're going <laughs> to blow up. A $200 billion space station for giggles. <laughs> We're going to leave oxygen in the components so that maybe we'll get some fire, too. And make a movie out of it. Like, you get to watch it. It would be a real quick you movie. If you video it. You know. Oh, like an Omnimax documentary. Yeah, like you like, watch it as it's going in and doing the crap. Or break it up into all its different send, different modules send, and throw the different modules at different planets. <laughs> like, We're going to throw the Japanese module at Venus. <laughs> this one's going in the sun. <laughs> Start whipping them out there. Yeah. That's, I think that's a good idea. Too. I think I could think of a million things to do with the space station rather than just let They're just dumping it in the atmosphere. That just seems lazy. <laughs> it does. You know, you won me over. I think we absolutely need to buy the International Space right. Station. Awesome. We're done with that. Then. <laughs> so, all right, we'll do that. So, we need funding. So, if you're watching this, 10, 20 bucks. No amount's too small. <laughs> well, let's know. We'll get a page up on our website. Um, all right, so we haven't even talked about billionaires in space yet. No. But... I am still sad about the ISS because I think it's cool, but I, I am excited though about a moon base. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool. You don't seem as excited as me. No, I am. This is my even keel. Oh, okay. I mean, are you excited <laughs> about a moon base? I, I, moon I, base? I, I kind of think it'd be cool to have a moon Yeah, base. to go to the moon? Well, no, the whole idea behind the moon base is there's not really anything to do on the moon. They don't even have Wi-Fi. It's so boring. Uh, it's so boring. It's just gray and weird. But the whole idea behind the moon is you take the, the SLS launch system or you take the, the new uh, um, spaceship, spaceship, it's called spaceship, from uh, SpaceX, you fly it to the moon, and then you have a launch platform at the moon, and you relaunch from the moon. So the idea is the gravity is so low on the moon, you don't have to use nearly as much energy to reach escape velocity for launches to Mars. So you just have your layovers on the moon? You know, layover on the moon. Uh, so it's like it basically it'll be space LAX. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Or wait, where's always the layover? The layover's always in like Chicago. Like in Charlotte or something. Charlotte, yes, it'll be space Charlotte. <laughs> it's like a major it could be a major junction, right? Well no, once it's a major junction, then it becomes Atlanta. Because that's a that's a southwest hub. They will tell you that regularly if you're in Atlanta. Yeah. I think that could be a good idea for them. That's what they're doing. I'm not too far off either. Aren't they also pushing to go to Mars? At least uh, SpaceX. Space. Well, we're talking 2030 for the moon. For the the, the Artemis mission from uh, NASA. NASA I, is in the 2030s. I don't remember which year, but they're going to be going to Mars. Okay. So they're going to have the SLS launch vehicle that goes to the moon. Should start launching. It's. I think it's done all of its test flights. I think it's all certified. I think it starts launching next year. Oh. And that thing's a monster. When it goes into service, it will be the largest rocket uh, thrust-wise from, from a power and a lift capability, the amount of stuff it can bring in, that's ever been built that's in service. I think it'll have more thrust than the Saturn V did. Um, that will get eclipsed by Blue Origin, 
gee, I can't say that word today. Blue Origins New Rocket, which I forget what the name of it is. Doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Oh, the uh, the New Glenn. So new Glenn. the New Glenn is going to be even bigger. That thing's going to be a monster. And then when Spaceship comes out from SpaceX, apparently it is going to decimate all. Like that thing is just going to be a juggernaut, and it'll just be ridiculous. That might have been the one I was reading about today. Was SpaceX's? Spaceship. That's the yeah, I think so. Okay, what'd you read? Well, I was looking. It was comparing what Virgin Galactic had, Blue Origin had, and SpaceX. Like their different ships and stuff that they owned. Okay. Is it SpaceX has Dragon? No, they don't have Dragon. No, they have the Falcon. Falcon. So yeah, and it was their other one. Uh, and I they was going the, through like the. They have the Falcon, the Falcon Heavy Four, the Falcon Heavy okay. spaceship. I think that's all they're using right now. Yeah, and I, it caught my eye because going down the cruise, it said like seven, 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 and then it said less than or equal to a hundred for SpaceX's. I was like, well, this is kind of interesting. Oh well, yeah, because they have. Well, there's something. Mean, some of the cool stuff SpaceX is doing is I don't. I didn't realize this until I was doing research for this show, but the capsule for wait is the. What's the name of the capsule for SpaceX? Is I don't that the know. Dragon? I was I was trying to find it. Uh, Hold on, I can't find my comparison sheet. That's the Dragon. I'm sorry, I give you bad information. That is the Dragon. So the Dragon is the capsule component. It's not a it's not a rocket. Yeah, it's, it goes on top of the rocket. Yes. Yeah. And that's going to go on the Falcon Heavy. Mm-hmm. And, yes, that's what. It was. And on spaceship, I don't. It doesn't go on Falcon Nine. Falcon Nine is just for satellites. Yeah. Falcon um, Heavy was the name of it. Okay. The, yeah. The booster or whatever. And then the Dragon sits on top. The Dragon is actually the first capsule ever made, designed to bring stuff back. Yeah. It can bring like 6,000 pounds worth of stuff back, mm-hmm. which is awesome. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're bringing back. Like, still. I mean, every movie I've seen where somebody brings something back from space, it doesn't go great. So hopefully not that <laughs> stuff. But, you know, like hopefully good stuff. Like they find like sunshine or something. It might come with some new new beetle. <laughs> and then you get some hitchhikers in there. What, like Ringo? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> which beetle? I don't know. There's four of them. Ringo could be Oringo. <laughs> Paul's double. That's just look. Hopefully they you they leave. Uh, what's her name? Lennon's wife. Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono. Leave her in space. <laughs> <laughs> leave Yoko. I'm gonna buy that domain. Um. The Soyuz. So, what's that? What's that? That's the Russian launch vehicle that's been operating since like the '60s. Mm-hmm. Like literally the same rockets. Um. Up. It is the ugliest dirtiest best engineered thing I've ever seen in my life I mean that looks like a satellite it's been running they've been launching the same rockets for 60 years yeah they haven't changed a thing I don't even think they changed the oil on them like they just keep they just keep running it it was like me with my college car (laughs) (laughs) and if you I've seen interviews with astronauts and uh, there was a guy who had gone up on the Soyuz who then went up on a uh, Falcon Heavy through SpaceX. And when they came back and interviewed him, they're like, so how does this compare to the Soyuz? And he goes, going up in the Soyuz, and this isn't a quote, but basically said, going up in the Soyuz is like riding the comet at Coney Island. Um, your neck hurts when you're done. Your shoulders are killing you. The seats are too small. You get thrown all over the place and you're in pain <laughs> for a week. He goes, going up in the Falcon Heavy is like, being in the back of a Mercedes luxury car <laughs> while a team of people service you <laughs> the entire time. He's like, it is the smoothest thing ever. And I'm like, that's, that sounds about right. So have you seen the, the spacesuits that they used at SpaceX? I feel like I have. 
They're like super sleek. They're so awesome. Yeah. I believe I've seen them. Was that part of that? Didn't they send people to ISS last year? Or yes. Year before? I think when they were doing the tour of the cockpit, if that's what it's called. Yeah, well, they've been doing they've been doing lifts. I mean, if we go to the Falcon Heavy here, they've been doing lifts. They have been operating. I don't think people realize how long Falcon or SpaceX has been operating. So they've done three launches on the Falcon Heavy, which have all been manned. Um, now, th- these have the reusable rockets. Yeah. So the Falcon Heavy has three of uh, the, the booster base, the, the rocket bases. And these are the ones that land themselves. Yeah, they come down and set themselves up. So cool, isn't it? Yeah, that's what kind of got me into all this, was watching their marketing videos of this stuff. Well, and I, I write software, like limited. I hack software, right? Yeah. And I watched that thing. They, they, they had a, a landing they did in the ocean on, on a windy day. Mm-hmm. And they had like 10-foot swells on the ocean. So the landing pad is floating on the ocean, and it's doing this, right? And this thing came down waited above the landing pad until just the right moment and landed between swells in high wind on a wavy ocean. Was there sensors on the pad? I just, I just, all I kept thinking was who wrote the software for that? Like <laughs> I, I can barely get a web page to work right. <laughs> and I've been yeah, doing this must, for 20 well, years. It must be like the same technology they use like in a fighter jet, right? Like to lock on shots. I mean, be the same thing right? yeah definitely a targeting you know? yeah, there's mm-hmm. definitely a targeting system involved but now you've got you've got thrust attitude control i mean you, you've basically got to have a real-time response ai constantly monitoring a million different factors while also watching the pad while also maintaining altitude above it while also making sure that you don't run out of fuel because yeah. you have the least amount of fuel you're ever going to have is right before you land hmm. um and adjusting to a moving target in an atmosphere that's also moving. I mean, the amount of calculations that have to be going on simultaneously for that to happen successfully and repeatedly is mind-boggling. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how many. It sounds like a lot. At though. least nine. See, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you go online, you can see like their their test runs and how it failed uh, horribly. Oh, yeah, when before. they blow up? Yeah, like they just blow up and stuff. I mean, trying to land this thing. It wouldn't be as cool as watching the ISS blow up against the moon, but it would still be cool. <laughs> it's it's a good second. It's a, it's a it's a solid second. Well, that's part of the reason they started landing them in the water. It's because they had a couple of mishaps. Explosions. They're yeah. like, well, worst case scenario, it just falls in the ocean. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, they've done 125 total launches on the Falcon 9. That's solid. So I mean, that's that's a lot. I mean, that's a that is a very proven uh, launch system. 125. 120. That's been running for years. So that's that's the one that does satellites. So that's not a manned rocket. I don't I don't think what they is have that a in the for scheme that. of things. How many times did they test did the Wright brothers test their plane before? Once people would ride on it. Wilbur got in and said, "Let's do this, brother." <laughs> before people would ride on it. It was back before they didn't know about safety. What is, what is the magic <laughs> number for that before it becomes? Like yeah. before it's an established. Yeah, I wonder like where they're. You, you got to get a couple dozen launches in your pocket before people are going to be like, yeah, this thing's rock solid. Yeah. Like, really? So 125, you're good with that? I, I'm fine. Yeah. If, if that thing has repeatedly succeeded 125, 85 landings, which means 80, you know, exactly. which I think the last like 60, every single one has landed. Mm-hmm. It was in the beginning that they hadn't landed them all. And then they've reflown 67 of their rockets. So, so does that mean they, they, they failed? No, no, no. percent of the time? No, no, no. Landings? Total landings means that the rocket came back down and landed. 
So, on so its own. it only landed 85 times out of 120. No, no, it's a multi-stage rocket. So the rocket goes up and yeah. then it gets, once it depletes its fuel, it releases stage one. And that's the biggest part of the rocket. That's the part that has the oxygen, hydrogen fuel mixture in it uh, and with the main, the main engines in it, the main sequence engines. So once that's out of fuel, you don't want to drag that thing behind you or it becomes an anchor. So they release it, they dump it. Now, what this is saying is of those 125 launches, 85 times that rocket fell back down through the atmosphere, righted itself, slowed itself down, found its landing pad, and landed itself back on the pad while the rest of the rocket kept going up. So, the, so they were able to reuse those, what is that? The 67 thrust? times they have. So 67 the times. Something? Is that what that is? What's that? The thrusters? The... That's the main rocket component. And that's the what they launch, they do the launch with. Yeah, so they take a Brillo pad to it and put a little spit on it, and uh, they throw the thing back out there, yeah. refuel it, send it back up. Nice. And it's kind of, and that's the same base that rocket they were using. It's the same thing they use in the Falcon Heavy. They just use three of them, so they just kind of, you know, slap more mustard on there. Huh. Does Virgin Galactic have stats on there? Have they done launches? No, Virgin Galactic's website has like a hamster running around. That's pretty sweet. You know, they have uh, all that. Yeah. It is. I think Virgin's purpose is very different than SpaceX. They're space so, tourism. Yeah. They're, they're completely space tourism. Yeah. They're not bringing so payloads up into space. So what's, not... his, what's, his, what's he going to work on? What's his, I mean, luxury? It's basically just <laughs> he's being still, able to... He's still got to go up and land. And, and I don't even think they success. technically go to space, right? They're lit on the outer edges of the atmosphere. Yes, they're on the edge of space. So it's like we're kind of... So in they're there. just doing flights up... To it's look as at high space. as possible. Yeah. I mean, you're going to experience weightlessness. You're going to experience microgravity. You're going to yeah. experience space. You're going to see the curvature of the earth. You're going to see, you know, but you're not taking a rocket up into deep space. So you can, fi- you can find, you can verify that the earth is not flat. I can't, I, I'm not having this conversation. No. <laughs> We've done this. I'm not, doing this again. I'm not doing this again. This conspiracy theory podcast is ripping us apart. Jimmy. Can't you see this? We have to stop. <laughs> Well, that would be um, nice for, you know, the flat earthers to at least take a ride. Well, I mean, here, check it out. I've got it. I mean, I wish we could share our <laughs> screen here, but uh, I've got Virgin Galactic up here, and they do have a, uh, yeah, here you go. This is Virgin Galactic right here. So they actually show a video right on their homepage. That's the plane. Glider-looking thing. So it's not a rocket. It's, so what they do is they take it up, and, like, it's a modified 747, mm-hmm. isn't it? They take it up in a modified jet, and this thing hangs off its belly. And then, there, there you go. That's not a 747. I don't know what that is. But whatever they're taking it up in. It's definitely modified. Yeah. So that thing flies up as high as a standard plane can get and then drops it and it fires at single engines. So it doesn't have like nine engines like a like a SpaceX rocket. It's got one big rocket up its butt. Yeah. And then that thing just goes nuts. And all it is is a plane. It's just got a bunch of seats, a bunch of people sitting in those seats. It does not achieve orbit. And so it's not independent orbit. It's not circling the Earth over and over and over again like that. But then, you know, it goes up. See? You know where he's really going to be screwed? Where's that? Say they do bust through orbit and they float away. <laughs> Boy, that'd be a hell of an error, huh? Eep. would <laughs> <laughs> be like, uh-oh. <laughs> just, just scratch the log. We never watched that one. <laughs> what if the families ask? <laughs> what? They never showed up. What are you they talking about? <laughs> so then how do you go? Then they have to get a rescue mission to go like pull them back in. They call SpaceX. <laughs> Elon's like, oh, 
third time this week, man. I'll get him, Richard. <laughs> it was like, Dude, he did it again. Man. Get my start, heavy out. I'm going to start calling you dick here soon. <laughs> we, we achieved orbit. Again. What does that mean? We weren't supposed to achieve orbit. <laughs> Look at how they made it, though. It's nothing but windows. Yeah, it's like uh, a Cessna. Nice. Yeah. So now now you got to load this video on, on the... Yeah, we got to put yeah, this video on the podcast. Yeah. But... Uh, no, I mean, what Richard Branson's doing is cool. He's the only one that's just saying, I want to take people to space. Let's just do this for fun. Yeah, he's like, we're just going to go up and have some fun. I'm going to interest. And his, his mission statement's different than, I mean, Elon's got big, like, global, you know, yeah. I want to change the world. Mars. I want to colonize Mars. Yeah, I want to be the guy that does that. And, um, uh, and, you know, Blue Origin's like, I want to be Elon Musk. You know, <laughs> so they have big goals too. <laughs> but Richard's like, I don't want any of that. I just want kids to believe they can go to space yeah. when they're adults. Yeah, I think he's even stated that he's going to use his wealth to try to bring the cost down yes. so more people can experience it. Yeah, he's trying to. He's he's not trying to make them bigger, stronger, faster, better. He's trying to make them cheaper so that people can actually do it. And then he's also, I think he's donated seats to like mm-hmm. yeah. kids in need and you know, with stuff like that, like you know, like um, charities, things like that. Yep. So he's that's still high enough. Huh? Oh, it's high enough. Like he's a weird dude. And if you ever seen an interview Branson? with him, Branson, yeah, I so he, him so, so they're up high enough. They can actually, they're, they look as if they're away from the planet. Oh yeah, no, they're yeah. they're in microgravity. They're they're feeling the love. Wonder, so, so how far is it before you actually see the planet as separate? I mean, the entire disc yeah, with the be, mountains around the outside. Yeah. Um, what, eighty miles is lower orbit? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Like eighty or hundred miles up. That's that's just a weird concept in itself to think that you like flew out of the planet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to you get to that point where you actually see it as if you left it. What the the guy who did the free jump? I'm gonna put that on my bucket. Wasn't he at the same almost the same distance as they're at? Almost, yeah. Like he was pretty close, and his view was pretty. It was like space. It was spacey. Yeah. Dude, that guy's got a pair of testicles. The size of a Volvo. Yeah, I, I don't really get wound up for anything. And I was watching. I think my heart was racing. I, was I like, felt oh, that too. Man. Holy Am I going to watch moly. somebody die today? It's, well, you know he doesn't die, and you still can't calm down watching. No, it. it's a, it, there's a, like a prime, like a primordial fear that comes out when you watch that. It's nuts, and I'm not even scared of heights. I was going to say neither am I, but I would be pissing my pants at that height. <laughs> So I wonder. I mean, how, the nice part is to make it easy for him. You have to jump. <laughs> yeah, you don't have any. There's, there's no, no going there's, down. There's no second option. Like, God damn, I can't back out now. No, you're gonna wait for it to slowly come down. <laughs> you're, you're dead. I'm like, you, you, you gotta jump now. What were you gonna say, sir? Well, I'm just wondering how high you can go to to jump before it's. Well, you know what? Let's take a break. Look that up, and let's answer it when we come back. Yeah, sounds good. All right, thank you, everyone. Anyone who has Blue Origin. Oh, did they circle the Earth? I don't know if they did, but they can. I, th- I feel like SpaceX is the one who has the like true space tourism, where they go out and try to circle the moon. A three-day they, tour. Yeah, but they haven't done it yet. They, they haven't done it yet, but that's their plan. Yeah, that's going to be not until Spaceship comes out. Yeah. Uh, are we back? We can be, yeah. All right, we're back. Um, yeah, when Spaceship comes out, the, they already sold those tickets, too. I think the first people to do it, there's going to be a Japanese guy. Yeah. It was the first ticket sold. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yep. and he's going to go up. I don't remember what he paid, but I know it was a lot more than I have. It's like him and 12 friends or something, I think is what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to go up, and it's uh, it's like a, like a four-day trip or something like that. 
Yeah, I think I read it was three days because they're going to go into low Earth orbit, the same as what you would do to go to the ISS. Or no, that mission is specifically to go around the around moon. Around the moon, yeah. They're going yeah. to circle the moon and come back. They're going to do the same path, basically, that Apollo took. Yes. Yeah, they're yeah. going to fly up, go around the moon, come back, make, basically make a big infinity sign. Yeah. Um, how awesome would that be? So here I found, Maybe I got all cool. the specs on the space station. I mean, and how great, it just hear me out, I know this is going to sound dark, and I apologize, but how great would it be if they got space sickness? And they lost it up there. <laughs> <laughs> Started eating each other. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, maybe. Come on. maybe. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, you know, some space drama. Like, space <laughs> naked and afraid. It would absolutely <laughs> be televised. <laughs> it would be, well, you know they're going to have cameras on that thing. Yep. Cut the feed, cut the feed. <laughs> they'll, just, they'll just start, uh, like, uh, uh, I lost the word. Like, jumping. Oh, man. Rolling. Eleven. Triangle. Jeez, such an easy word. Tip mouse. <laughs> uh, Happy? Like hallucinating. Hallucinating. Yeah. That's, I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even close to tip mouse. <laughs> That's on me. That's on me. Space station is 240 feet by 350. That thing's a juggernaut, man. Mm-hmm. That thing's pretty big. Oh, All right. So, back to the original question I posed an hour and 75 minutes ago. <laughs> Who do you like out of these companies? And we're, we're going to leave Russia off the table because I don't even think Russia cares anymore. And I think China's probably doing cool stuff, but they ain't talking. So of the ones we're talking about, who do you like? I mean, it, it depends on what kind of context. I'd say SpaceX is going to be the most innovative. They're going to push the boundaries the most. I like Virgin Galactic just because they're going to try to make it as reachable for most people as possible. The space tourism side of it. I don't like Blue Origin. I don't either. They're just trying to be the Amazon of space. Like, we do this and well, What's their objective, this. exactly? Blue, Blue origin? origin? They want to be SpaceX. But they also want to give the you Virgin a tour. Origin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't have one guy own space, right? I, SpaceX can't be the only, only guy. Well, I mean, NASA's, game NASA's still in the game. And when, when the SLS comes out, that thing's going to be amazing. Um, and they're essentially the governing body of space travel for the U.S. Right? Yeah. So NASA is not a government agency per, per se. se. Right. It's more of like a public-private partnership type thing. Yeah. But it is. It does. It does get the majority of its funding from the government. Then they have like fifty-one percent of control of who it, flies. And I, it does have oversight, and it does have yeah. heavy I have an, regulation. I have an idea for a new space venture. Lay it on me. I'm going to create a company that's going to fly. fly fencing to space and I'm going to put fence all over the moon and claim my stakes you know what we should do and then we'll sell the land when, <laughs> when the first moon comes so you're, you're going to try to buy up the moon while it's cheap no no we're just going to go stake land like they did in the west you just got to get out you just got to get up there and stake it off first and then yeah. you can sell it when they all come and what if I don't want to go myself and stake land because you know I want to go to the moon but I don't want to go there to work I kind of want to go there to like play on the beach and build like moon sand castles. So what if I sent like a like a like a robot to stake land for me? Would a that proxy. still count? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Yeah. What I'm if we so did this? Sure. Here's another idea. What if instead of paying Elon a buttload of money to fly around the moon, what if we paid Elon to take GoPros up? Right. Huh? Hear me out. Hold on. There's a thing here. You get your own GoPro. You rent the GoPro, and it live feed connects with a recording device back to your virtual reality goggles. 
And then you sit your fat ass in your family room chair <laughs> and you go to space in virtual reality through your GoPro. And there's one dude in there and he's just like spinning the GoPros. <laughs> and then you feel like you're in space, but it only costs like a thousand bucks. Yeah, the metaverse. I feel like they can do that. There's already. actually. There's what if you just send one GoPro and tell everybody they have a different one? A different one. That's exactly <laughs> what would there's actually a, there's actually a game, a metaverse coming called Mars, I think, where you can go and buy plots on Mars. And I'm just wondering how that might transfer into the real land on Mars. So it's like naming a star. Well, you go and you you buy plots of land, and then the metaverse is going to grow. And I kind of feel like that's how we're going to claim. We're going to claim land on planets. Well, by international treaty right now, I believe, um, I think all space land is off limits for governments. Isn't that true? Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like Antarctica. Yeah. You just, you can't own it. It's just, it's all of ours. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure China will ignore that when it's convenient for them and be like our moon and then you can't go. But uh, I mean, for now, technically you can't do that. That's should check out this Mars metaverse i think i will check out the mars metaverse but what do you do with the land once you stake it well i mean you're not growing crops like (laughs) well it's a it's a metaverse so in the metaverse you can go in you can build on your land it's like a game okay you can build play the game build property and then your property value increases i mean you got to buy the land for real second life you got to buy it with eth same similar so it's yeah basically sim city yeah sim city so redder there's all kinds of how would that translate coming. to the real world? Put it in Mars and check it out. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm literally. Oh, up, yeah. um, I don't. I don't run the tech. I don't know. I, I don't know. Man. I'm just here. To, this is pretty up the joint. I'm just. I'm just bringing the news to the table. I mean, does the developer have like claims to Mars? Like they're like, that's mine, and I'm going to sell it digitally. I, I have a <laughs> metaverse project. It's a game platform. It's okay. So yeah. yeah. I mean, I I think anything like that is cool. So, oh, okay. So it's using like, like Mars type construction projects. Like, all right. So yeah. it's got, it's assuming you're on Mars. Okay. I got you. I see what's going on here. So you could build like a Mars greenhouse to grow mm-hmm. plants in. Yeah. Okay. I see what's up. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'd play that. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I probably If wouldn't. you look at the would, globe, there's one thing where you look at the globe and it shows you how, how all of Mars is broken up into the land plots. There's a page on there that should do that. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, one of these billionaires will just buy all I the just plots. wonder if there's the same first one there owns it all. Yeah. It's, <laughs> they're just going to charge us for I'm it I'm starting anyways. to wonder if there's a connection between Mars and Mars video game. Well, I mean, the Mars disc is hard to get to. So. The disc? Yeah, hanging out all flat up there. Yeah. That's the flat Mars theory. And then what if you go to Mars and it's sideways and then you try to step on it and you just fall right off? Or you just shoot right past it because it's sideways. You just time it wrong. I don't know. I'm just going to the movie studio where it's all it's shot at. So oh, I'll get there first. That conspiracy theory. <laughs> or if yeah. it's on, a, if it's well, on you can an see angle. the Coke bottle cap. Yeah. Like down by the, sh- yeah, the shoe print. Yeah. If it's on an angle, you could get on it and just slide off. Yeah, that would be unfortunate. You go all that way just to yeah. slide right off. Yeah. That's got to, it's got to <laughs> irritate you. <laughs> you sell the sizzle. And you'd be like theory. sliding for like a year. I, I just I'm engaging with you only because I don't know what to say to you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you you have beaten me. You have won, <laughs> sir. Um, no, what I what I will say though is, I mean, all right. So, a couple of things. Do do you guys think we're getting to the moon again this decade? 
I wouldn't see why not, but is anyone really going to want to get there other than for Moonbase? Well, I mean, I, I know that both NASA and SpaceX want to get there to build launch facilities for Mars. So, so that's, that would be the purpose of getting there. I guess the real question is, I mean, if you think they'll get there, that's one thing. And then do you think they'll use it for anything other than a launch? I mean, if, if they're already going to send people around the moon. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna eventually land there and be like, take a walk. Spend a night at Hotel Moon, California. Yeah. <laughs> Dark side of the moon. You're saying this year? Decade. Oh, this decade. I don't know. I wouldn't see why not. You know, there's actually no. Such I mean, we're flying rockets and relanding no, them now. Mm-mm. We've had more. Pink Floyd told me there was. They're, they're, yeah, they do say that. But no, when it's a new moon facing you, the entire backside of the moon is lit. I can't see it. I don't believe it. <laughs> you know what? I can't talk to you people. <laughs> Unbelievable. What's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> Nothing. Forget it. So I mean, have an intelligent at, conversation at, now that like with you monkeys. <laughs> now that that private, you know. Enterprises are involved. I think it's going to excel like extremely fast. I mean, do you think it's going to minimize NASA? I don't even know that. That I think NASA's. Just, what's NASA's? Why would NASA even continue? Well, Na- NASA does a lot of the exploration stuff, like with the rovers and stuff in Mars, and the James Webb Space Telescope, obviously mm-hmm. Hubble, which has been up there forever, but still yeah. relevant. Um, I mean, so a lot of that stuff. I don't think you're going to see SpaceX. Maybe maybe like on a limited level, but you're not going to see them investing in satellites uh, I, purely for research purposes. I, yeah, and you're not going to see SpaceX send something to Mars if somebody hasn't already sent something there, like NASA, like a yeah. rover. Just waste of what? Why would million dollars? Why would why would the not? I mean, it would be silly for they it did to send a car to Mars. So. Yeah. What's that? I guess it would be silly for NASA to, to stop, but I mean, what's the point? What's the point of NASA once? Well, I mean, I would say the point of NASA would be once it gets business to become starts. truly a, a scientific a- agency. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they no longer have to worry about running maintenance, they don't have to worry about you know ferrying people up and back. If they don't have to worry about servicing the space station, if they don't have to worry about taking care of. Um, well, that's uh, what I mean. I kind of think like, what would be the point of them to continue now that the now that private corporations are entering the space, it well, seems like when it, Obama shut down the shuttle program uh, and shut down, and Bush was actually had authorized a replacement for the shuttle program. He shut down both. Mm-hmm. He shut down the shuttle program and shut down Bush's program, and people went nuts because they were like, "What? The United States doesn't go to space anymore? What the heck?" Uh, um, the thought process there was just use SpaceX, and not SpaceX specifically, but use private, private industry. Yeah and stop sending rockets as a government agency. Like, why do we need to? We've got companies that can do this. We'll just, mm-hmm. we'll build the satellites, we'll build the rovers, we'll build the, the scientific equipment, and we'll just give it to SpaceX and lease some space on their rocket and set it up. Um, so when we've kind of walked back on that, now one of the reasons why NASA should still exist is because Star Wars is still a thing. Yeah. So I could theoretically see NASA splitting off and NASA, the scientific part of NASA, remaining NASA and the um, parts that are Air Force run, like the Jet Propulsion Laboratory and some of the other places that are more, you know, from the Air Force, 
being rolled into Space Force. Uh, yeah, it would make more sense. And they keep launching their own rockets because you don't want to have a military presence in space where you have to rely on somebody else to launch your military assets. Yeah. Um, that I could or, see. Or happening. NASA turns into like the space government, <laughs> you know, the governing body of space. I 100% guarantee you that China would not go for that. No, like, not at all. We got to check with NASA before we do something? I don't <laughs> think so, Scooter. Like, they're not going to play. And the EU is not too super sweet on us right now either. So <laughs> I don't know if that's going to fly. India might say yes. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> but I was super proud of the Indians for sending up a rocket. That was pretty recent, wasn't it? It was pretty recent. Yeah. I didn't realize that they had come along that far in their space program. And it went pretty well, too. They did a good job. I've been paying attention to the hyper, was a hypersonic missile that China. China just launched. Yeah. Yeah. That was concerning, but yeah, I, I mean, I totally off topic, but at some point people will wake up to the fact that China is just pure evil. Mm -hmm. I'm not yeah. sure what it's going to take to get there, but <laughs> I mean, hopefully we're closer now with hypersonic missiles flying around the earth. I don't know, but unless you guys disagree, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I know we're heading, we're wrapping this thing up. We're in our final 10 minutes, I think. Um, so let's get into final thoughts here. So we, we've got, I, we didn't even talk about the main thing we wanted to talk about. What, why are the billionaires going up? Because they can. Is that why? I think that's all it is. It seems like they're I mean, all competing. Like one goes up and then they're all like, well, I'm going up too. It's essentially three nerds, right? Who got a lot of money. And we're like, I've always wanted to go there, so I'm going to. And I'm not saying that in a derogatory fashion. It's just they're the most likely ones to do it. If I owned a rocket, I'd use it. It's, it's, it's exactly. Not like, it's not probably that inexpensive. Would you price it to be a million, is what you said? <laughs> a, a million to go up on yeah. SpaceX yeah. is really not in the grand scheme of things. That's like 10 bucks to some people. It's, unfortunately, yeah. you're right. I mean, yeah. To others. Yeah. I mean, and neither of them are sitting on wealth that's stopped flowing in. I mean, yeah. it's continually Someone flowing in. It's got a million bucks to do that. It's because they probably make that passively and it doesn't even. I feel fairly confident that Elon Musk's trip to space would be very different than mine for a million dollars. Like, I don't know, call me crazy, but I feel like the food would be better. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, they'd probably be butlers. <laughs> You'll get space the, butlers. The half old sandwich wrapped probably in pile of saran wrap. <laughs> probably be a pile of cooler people, too. There would probably you'd be. be I mean, I'd a, be going up with you two. You'd be there with a bunch, <laughs> bunch of mis misfits. Probably get kicked out. They'd send us up on the second yeah. rocket. It's kind of like jaggedy and kind of like. It, it squeaks a little too much. <laughs> Nobody's super confident, but it's, it's, it's cheaper. It's owned by the guy from budget. We'd probably get kicked out of the shuttle on the way up. That would suck. You would. Yeah, you would. Because you'd, 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 you'd try to send your space ice cream back. They'd throw you, in, <laughs> throw you into, the, into the pod, the escape pod. They'd give you a discount for your you midget back. wife, though. She's only half a person. Drop you back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a bummer, huh? Get kicked out. That would be. Halfway, halfway. up. Uh, and you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if he spent the money to put ejector seats in. It just <laughs> seems like the type of crazy bastard thing that Elon Musk would do. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lever he can pull, yeah. and you go shooting out the side. Yeah. Right into a pod and just... <laughs> and at worst, it'd take like two days to fall to float down. And then nobody picks you up. Yeah. You got yeah. So you're just floating in the ocean. You're like, well, this stinks. <laughs> no, you'd land on one of those things. You'd land nice, right? 
Oh, yeah, I guess and then you would. you'd just be sitting there. <laughs> He's not putting that tech in the kickout bucket. Yeah, yeah like no. It'd be like a magnet. You'd be stuck to it. You yeah, no, it would be like firing you out in like a like a 1972 Vespa. Or in the middle of Afghanistan. Yeah. Or something like that. The only thing in there is an AM, FM radio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's... He's not giving you all the sweet tech. Yeah, I can... I <laughs> That's for the people this. that don't get kicked out. The people that actually eat their dinner. <laughs> that could be disappointing. That would be disappointing. <laughs> this is not how I saw this trip going. Yeah. We've all had bad vacations. <laughs> all right. It'd be a story to tell. You can go on Facebook. All right, all right what did we miss? Um, I... I, I uh, if you guys could, would you go up? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think about it. Amen to that. Yeah. My wife says no. Huh. I'd go. That'd be fun. I'd make the phone call. Hey, I'm going to go to space. I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, but you got to make it while you're in the capsule already strapped in so that you can't say no. <laughs> on, on, on my way to space. I'll be right back. Be out of cell range in three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be awesome. So yeah. I really hope it. it's, I, I love Elon, but I'm rooting for Richard because I would love to see. And I, I think if you could get it down to like, like, like $10,000 for a ticket, ten twenty thousand $20,000 for a ticket, I, people would pay that even like, yeah. even if it strapped them, they would save for that. Yeah. That's, yeah that absolutely. Would be, that would, I, I would think that seems very far away. I think that seems very far I'm away. I'm thinking too. like 50, a hundred grand. I mean, even at 50 to a hundred grand, that would be, that would probably be like the affordable. <laughs> I mean, that, that's even pretty close. I was looking at numbers. They're saying anywhere between two fifty and four fifty for a seat right now, right now, currently. Yeah. And you know, that's so, going to come down and you know, it's coming down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where he needs to shave money. I mean, there's hard costs in there that you can't avoid, but yeah. I mean, it's not. A, did we look up how long a Virgin Galactic flight even is? No, I know. I'll pull one up quick. I mean, it also depends. What, like, kind, if of you're fuel, a, what kind of fuel is his? What system is his system uses? Doesn't he use solid fuel? That's I, what I thought I had read. Yeah, I think before. he's different from the the large large vehicles that use uh, like oxygen hydrogen mixtures. I think he uses solid fuel. Two to three hours. All right, so two to three like, hours. Really? So this is even two hundred fifty thousand well, dollars. All right, so now two to three hours. That's all it takes to get up. It probably doesn't take you very long to get up. No, probably two to three hours in space. In space. Get up. Yeah. So you're just hanging out for two to three hours and coming back. So it's probably a one day. Get up, hang out, get back down. The whole round trip, two to three hours, or the experience in space. Oh, maybe it is the entire. It's like a half day. The time you take off. That seems ridiculous. It could be. Wow. Go up there. The whole thing, two hundred, two three hours. But you figure it's still kind of in beta too, right? Yeah, I guess. So there's. Probably not pushing the limits Man, too hard. Man, that's fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> Two, a three hours. That's a that's a money burn right there. Jeez. I will say though, I have looked it up. I thought about taking my daughter on the vomit comet. Are you familiar with this thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, I think that is also a modified Boeing seven forty seven. It is. Yeah. Um, and what they do is they took all the seats out, and they emptied the entire fuselage, padded the whole thing, and they fly in repeating parabolic arcs. So you go up and you feel a ton of G-forces going up and then they fly down. And while they're dropping out of the sky, you're weightless. You have the effects of weightlessness. Uh, so you're floating around, you know, it's just like being in space. You can drink water out of a bubble in the air, you know, all that stuff. Um, they call it the vomit comic because a lot of people throw up because it's very well, yeah, that's disconcerting. Yeah. But, uh, but $5,000 a ticket, I looked it up. Because I was it's like, 5, the vomit comment? And I was like, I know my wife won't do it because she doesn't do anything cool. 
Um, but my daughter totally would. And I was like, for $10,000? Imagine if you're I'd throwing, consider it. Imagine <laughs> if you're throwing up and you're just like. I wouldn't throw up. I'm awesome. And then you're with a bunch of people. No, unawesome people throw up. <laughs> this guy doesn't do that. Yeah, but then it's like flying around everywhere. Like, and then next thing you know, it's like. No, I'd be more upset if I threw it's up. It's like I'd be stand fine. by me, you know, at the. At the uh, oh, yeah, with the pie eating contest. Pie eating contest. Just purple flying out of everybody's mouth. <laughs> I'd be more upset if I wasn't sick and somebody else threw up and now the whole plane smells like vomit and there's vomit floating around. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, you ruined it for everybody. Like, <laughs> and then you're like going, ah. And it vomited. Yeah. It get in it your, in my, I had my mouth open. Flies in your mouth. Right in your mouth. Yeah, that, that would be what would upset And then you me. get that Bernie vomit taste and it's not even yours. Is it did still Bernie vomit avocado? taste when it's somebody? Did, sure. did you eat avocado? <laughs> A little heavy on the mustard. It's, yeah. it's still going to be stomach acid. It's... That's a horrible thought. Man, you've just ruined that whole trip. Well, now I don't want to go. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, it's called the Vomit Comet. What you do ruined you... space for me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to <laughs> Fake get space. into the mode of the Vomit Comet. They, well, put, I, they put everybody in their own little compartment? You got to pick the weak ones out and you got to sit away from them. Like, if you see a big Italian dude with chains on, he's probably going to throw up. <laughs> they're, always, they're always tough and, until you get in that type of situation. They throw up everywhere. So... Five so. grand though, that's, I mean, that's that's reasonable. It's right, it's not that bad, it's a value. I think yeah. that flies over like Arizona or something. I think so, yeah. Yeah, like you like board in Phoenix. And yeah. then it's and it's a long you get quite a few um wait I think it's like five or six tight you know, shots of being weightless. So I gotta imagine, you know, being a pilot for the most part, a commercial pilot is probably a pretty boring job, but flying that plane would probably be kind of fun. That would be kind of fun. Because there's nothing boring about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Every 15 minutes, you're about uh, ready to die. <laughs> like, like, that would be nuts. That would be nuts. Um, no, but I would seriously, I would love to take her on that. I think that would be really cool. I think she would love it. So it would be the type of story you'd tell people, and they'd be like, they wouldn't believe you. Yeah, they, that's, you're bullshitting me. Like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you were at Disney like the rest of us. So, all right, so final thoughts, gentlemen. What do we want to talk about? Is there anything we missed? I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton we missed. Now, here's the other thing. Would you do the moon flyby? That's like four or five days in space. I'd have to do the Virgin Galactic style first to decide if I want to push further. Oh, so money bags over here is like doing test flights. Yeah, I mean, I got a test, fl- test fly. I'd be like, eh, if I'm satisfied, then I'm good. And I mean, it'd be cool to go around the moon, but. I can see that. What about you? Would you do that? I'd just do it. You would just. Why would you think about it? <laughs> just say yes. <laughs> Why say no? Would it feel all you're so gonna good do to it, say yeah, yes? I mean, all you do is ponder, and then like all you could possibly do is talk yourself out of it. So the problem is the dude from Japan is doing it right. He's bringing a bunch of people he knows. Yeah. Like, could you imagine being stuck in a spaceship, like a small <laughs> spaceship, with eleven other people you've never met before? <laughs> And like, sharing that moment. And then finding out that you hate them all. <laughs> and you're just you're stuck in a tube with them with like millions of miles between you and the land. <laughs> like that I, mean, I guess I'd like, you know, what's the itinerary? Do you have to sit like in the seat? Like is it, you know, is it a, is it a, is it a condo or is it a, a chair? Dude, you want a space condo so bad. Yeah, I want to get out and roam around and look at stuff. I don't know. I kind of want to. That's a good question. Look though. out like, the windows. Like, like, I, I guarantee you, you can move around. Send you in a box and you're just like, well, know, I, I don't know. I guess once, 
you know, how does that even feel when once you're weightlessness? Like, does it even matter? Well, I don't think you'd I mean, be you don't even the feel like time. you're sitting anymore. You know, it'd probably be just like a space flight, right? Turn on artificial gravity. Yeah. You chill out, just to have views of space. Artificial Sit gravity. up there. What would be Alan the point? Or are they going to let you drink some? You know, take some beers with? I don't think no. they're going to let you drink alcohol. No. In the, in the midst of a deep space flight, yeah, <laughs> that does not, not seem like a wise decision. That seems I think wise. that would be the biggest challenge: is staying sober for four days. They'd <laughs> have to have at least a six pack. Well, I mean, of course, listen to six pack up. I mean, you've got you to, be have to sit up there and cheers from the moon. I mean, you can't. I Jimmy's going to pull out mini champagne <laughs> bottles. He'll breach the hole, popping a cork. <laughs> be like, that was not a well thought up. Only if they're in a clear plastic baggie as you go through security. There you go. You're probably, <laughs> you're probably not allowed to have glass on the moon. Around the moon. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to take your stuff. Like I, I'm 100% sure they're going to give you the stuff you're going to take up yeah. with you. <laughs> like it's, it's not like you don't get to bring a suitcase. <laughs> yeah, I'd just do it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask questions. Jimmy would get space sickness. <laughs> just one person would come back and be Jimmy. I don't get, I don't get seasick, so I think I'd be all right in space. Yeah, but this is a little bit different, I think. Space yeah. sickness is where you go, net, where you go crazy. Yeah. Three, you lose your mind and start eating people. <laughs> The vomiting just comes with the territory. Yeah. yeah. If, if you vomit, you're going to get space sickness. Guaranteed. Well, I guess I'll get space sick. <laughs> <laughs> just eat some people. I'm still going to go. All right. You're not going to talk me out of it. <laughs> not going to talk me out of it. If I got to kill some people, I'll kill them. If I got to eat you, I'll eat you, man. <laughs> well, you're going to eat me. I'm mostly gristle. <laughs> You'll pick somebody better. There's more delicious humans out there. All right, everybody. I, I think, um, as you can tell, we didn't even have an agenda for this one. So we should call this the non-agenda <laughs> so instead of the broken agenda. So I apologize. It was a little disjointed, but uh, I think it was a good conversation. I think so, yeah. So thank you, Jimmy. As sure. always, thank you, Tyler. Everybody, I am Craig, and we are out. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Peace. The Broken Agenda Podcast, sponsored by Laughing Rock Technology. <laughs>